Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ooh, hello. Ooh, it's Friday the 13th. A little bit creepy. Oh, it's all... What was that noise? Oh, there's something under your bed. What was that noise? I think it was a, a duck. Right. Yeah. Oh, terrifying, though. Oh. Ooh. Oh, did you hear that door? I'm doing all sound effects again. Yeah, we've been through this, haven't we? Yeah. I'll do that improperly. Anyway. Um, oh, but yeah, so we're here to talk to you. Hello, by the way. Hello. Um, welcome to the Get Fact Podcast. Yeah. Um, in a better mood today. Um, certainly we were a bit rough and ready last week. But, we uh, were. Um, you've got me some dandelion and burdock. I have, dandelion and burdock. Um, yeah, both in and one we're not, we're not treating your hangover this week, so that's no. that's good. Um, I'm in my jogging bottoms, or sweatpants to our American listeners. So I'm feeling... Relaxed. I'm in. I'm in my pajam jams. Yeah. Uh, I'm still a little bit pooly, but I'm better than I was. Yeah. So you know, you still got the blanket over the knees, as I can see once again. Yep. And I will keep doing this until I am fully better. Yeah. So if you're not already sure about the topic this week, sorry, I just threw, threw I my mean, phone. So we're the here to talk about how unlucky Friday the Thirteenth is, and we're what two minutes in, and he's already thrown his phone at the floor by mistake. So I think that just goes to show, really, is is this episode of the podcast going to be cursed? Yes. Dun, dun, dun. Whoa. Um, so, yeah, everything from the paranormal to the outright freaky we're going to go through today. Um, just on the back of that, I don't believe in ghosts. Nor do I, because I'm a sensible person. Um, but yeah, we're gonna we're just gonna go through a few things a little bit weird, a little bit unusual. I've got one just straight off the bat. I'm gonna go for here. Okay. No, oh, go on then. Um, Sugar Ray Robinson, who's a Hall of Fame boxer. Oh, right. Okay. He backed out of a fight because he had a dream that he was going to kill his opponent in the ring. Backed mm. out of the fight. He said, I don't want to do it. I've had a bad dream. Right. Yeah. After a priest and minister convinced Robinson to fight. Robertson went into the ring and killed his opponent, Jimmy Doyle. Oh. So that's this, that's this kind of thing that I'll be yeah. talking about today. Um, strange but true things. Things that you could prove or haven't been proved but are more tangible than a cup moved across a room. Yeah. Or when, you remember that on, on TV where they made that dog, t- they said that dog talked, but really it was growling and he was moving its mouth? No, I didn't see that. Did you not see that? I'll no. try and put the link on Twitter for it. Yeah, if you could, because I'd like to see that. I like dogs. Um, I'll probably show it you, actually, I can do. Yeah. Um, and they were like, oh yeah, my, my dog can talk, it's possessed, or whatever. And they're like, does it talk? And then, obviously, like, they were putting a camera in its face, so it was growling. Yeah. And then he'd, he'd sort of, like, make it go like that. I, you can't see what I'm doing. He'd, he'd sort of, like, 
knock its the bottom of its face yeah gently and it would make it sound like the growl was saying words but it was obviously a lot of bollocks um here's another fact for you um Dominic Calgy of New York owned a car with the license plate 5V1732 which spelled out the exact date of his death May the 17th 1932 again can put a picture on Twitter as well of that yes if you can yeah um just weird, weird things like that. That is weird. So you're not superstitious at all? You don't have any... Um, I don't, to be honest with you, no. No. Um, I used to... When I was a kid, I used to do that thing like, if I don't do this, someone's going to die. But I think that was just in my own insecure head as a child. Like, if I don't... Um, it's like, oh, I need to do something, but like, I don't want to do it. But it's like, if I don't do it, someone's going to die. So like your homework? Not necessarily the homework, it might be something as simple as putting, um, washing up a dish, mm. putting it away. And you would convince yourself that if you didn't wash up that plate, then someone was going to die? Yeah, or I would, I would, I would be like, I need to check the front doors locked, but I'd be like, I think it is. Mm. I think, well, if I don't check it, someone might die. So right. I check the front door and I'd be like, why have I checked it? I knew it was locked, and it's locked. But I grew out with that. that. I think that was sounds, just being insecure as a child. That sounds like you had a deep-rooted psychosis, though. Yeah, it could have been. Yeah. could have been. But, uh, like I said, I've grown out of it now. I mean, I'm not superstitious whatsoever. Mm. But I did allude to this on the last podcast that fuck me, my mother is. Fuck me, my mother. Yeah, she's... I mean, to the point where it's just debilitating. There was. I remember being a kid and there was... My mum and my auntie, not having an argument as such, but having a discussion because one of them had bought an elephant ornament. And it okay. was just like a little model of an elephant like ornament that you'd get. It wasn't particularly nice or anything. It was just an, an ornament of an elephant for to go on the mantelpiece. And then one, I think it was my mum, was saying to my auntie, um, oh, no, you can't have elephants in that house. And she was basically saying that statues of elephants were bad luck if they were in the house. Well, that's a shame. You know, I've got your mum. Yeah. <laughs> a massive six-foot elephant ornament. Yeah, and then we had, it was like, no, no, you're thinking of birds. Oh, God. And my mum was like, no, no, it's elephants. And they'd, they'd go on. Who said it was elephants and who said it was birds? My mum said it was elephants. We're unlucky. And my auntie was saying it was birds that were unlucky. And it's like, oh, no, you can't have an elephant in the house. Not not after what happened to Nora. The elephant in the room. Yeah. So literally no idea where they get it from. Um, my mum had one that used to drive was absolutely mental. Um, and she has recently uh, admitted that it's horseshit. And I was, I was glad that she actually admitted it. But growing up, if you were ever sat round a dinner table mm. and you said to someone, oh, can you pass me the salt over, please? They weren't allowed to hand you the salt. They had to put it down on the table and then you had to pick it up. So they couldn't just go there and... Yeah, so you couldn't, just, yeah you couldn't just give me the salt. You had to put it near me, put it on the table and then leave it and then I would have to pick it up. Why, why did you say that that had to happen? What was the thinking behind that? Just don't pass the salt. That was pretty much the only explanation. I thought you were going to say she was going to throw it over her shoulder. No, no. Not that. You're not allowed to pass the salt. Uh, it's something to do with um, passing on your sorrow or something. Okay. 
Which I think she has recently admitted that no, that's that's not even a thing. What do you have to do with a pepper? Just sort of crawl under the table with it. Yeah. Pop up at the other end. Yeah, you have to throw the pepper. <laughs> I think he's trying to set the scene again. He's got a candle here on the table. He's just closed the blinds. Yeah, I'm trying to get over romantic. Going to be a bit dodgy now. I'm just putting my blanket back on, listener. So with the Friday the 13th thing, do mm. we know why Friday the 13th is meant to be unlucky? Um, good question. I suppose, I mean, there's a film, Friday the 13th. It could come from that. It definitely doesn't. Um, because the film was after, wasn't it? But right. Do, do you know, I, I kind of uh, know the it's answer. It's also known as Black Friday. Yeah. But again, I couldn't, couldn't tell you. So, Christians think Friday was unlucky. Well, not all of them, obviously, but some Christians think Friday is an unlucky day because that was when uh, Jesus was crucified. Yeah, um, I've just quickly Wikipedia'd it. Yep. Um, you, you're on track, really. Um, the superstition surrounding this day may have arisen in the Middle Ages, originating from the story of Jesus' Last Supper and Crucifixion, in which there were 13 individuals present in the upper room on Monday, Thursday, the yep. night before his death on Good Friday. Other scholars claim that there is no written evidence for a Friday the 13th superstition for the 19th century, and the superstition only gained widespread distribution in the 20th century. The fear of the number 13 has been given a scientific name. You know what it is? Oh, yeah, but I'm not even going to try and pronounce it. Yeah, I'll try. Tris- Triskaidekaphobia. Well, well done. On that analogy. Was, that was very, no, that was very nice. Yeah, thank you. And on analogy to this, the fear of Friday the 13th is called, holy shit, Paraskevidekatriophobia. That is a long-ass word. Um, yeah. From the Greek words... Paraskevi, meaning Friday, and Dikatreis, meaning 13. So, I suppose, yeah, the number 13 is considered unlucky. And, of course, with the Friday um, being considered, you know, related to um, Jesus and stuff, um, that's where it comes from. Also, as well, any fears? Do you have any fears, Johnny? Just sensible ones, like spiders and murderers. Ah, Well, it's funny you should say spiders. You brought me perfectly onto what I was going to say. Okay. Uh, there are at least three spider nests in every home in the US. Okay. Yeah. And I'll put a, po- a picture again up on Twitter. What do you think of that? No, oh, no. I'm not having that. That's for Basically, it looks like a massive spider has had loads of little baby spiders. The spider looks like one of them things off the alien film, you know, it jumps on your face. That's horrible. And it's photoshopped and it's fake and they don't exist, so shut up and stop picking on me. <laughs> Why don't you like spiders? Do you not, when you see one in the house, do you not collect it and put it outside? I just leave it to its own devices. I don't I don't go out my way to hurt them or kill them or anything like that. I'm just, I don't, I don't particularly like them, so I just leave them alone. Why don't you like them? Because they move all funny and they scare me. Why do they move funny? Because they thought... You move funny, I've seen you run. Exactly, imagine me, imagine me with eight limbs. <laughs> <laughs> that's you know that's what you're up against um, have you heard of the Dyatlov Pass incident no it's an unsolved mystery okay alright well I'll solve it for you um, you read it out with me I'll tell you what it refers happened. to the mysterious deaths of nine hikers experienced hikers at that in the Ural Mountains of Russia yep. on the night of February the 2nd 1959 all nine hikers were killed by what Soviet investigators at the time described as compelling natural force the tents were reportedly torn from the inside out and two victims had fractured skulls, 
Two had broken ribs, while one was missing her tongue. Researchers have speculated that UFOs or paranormal activity was responsible, while skeptics suggest an avalanche. However, radioactivity was reported at the scene of the incident. Okay, so they were experienced. Um, Mm -hmm. The bodies were found sort of naked and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, Very, very bizarre going on. Still still a mystery to this day. Uh, There's also incidents where villages have just... Like, people have just gone overnight. Mm. Um, There's a case of, um, I think, some of the Mayan people um, in North America... Um, somebody travelled quite a lot and yeah. they knew of this village where they could get food, shelter and stuff. It was like a fishing village. Mm. Um, they got there by boat and there was no sign of life at all. There was no mm. sign of anyone packing up anything. There was no there was no like missing bags or everything was as it was, just no people. And all the mm. animals, like the dogs and the pets and stuff, had been buried. But the people were gone. Oh, right. So um, yeah, just unusual little going goings on like that. That's weird. Maybe they all went out for the day. Mm. Mm. Maybe all the pets had died and they were very sad, so they went for a walk to take the mind off it and got lost. <laughs> the irony that they wanted to go for a walk, but they couldn't take the dog. Exactly. So I think that's probably a good place for us to stop. And like we do every week, we're going to go to some of our listeners, uh, see what they think of the show and why they listen. Uh, so again you know we say this every week we are getting people sending them in now so that's really really cool keep it up we love hearing from you um, you can email getfactcast at gmail.com you can tweet us at getfactcast ok so if you want to send in any little clips like these guys have done then that will be brilliant ok let's over to you guys I am the mad monk of Leicestershire and when I'm not stealing the souls of the innocent, I like to listen to the Get Back Podcast. Hi, it's Rachel from Manchester. I've just had my appendices, appendix out, and Get Back is helping me get through it. Thanks, guys. Hello, this is your sensei. And when I'm not chopping karate boards, I like to meditate listening to podcasting. Uh, so thanks for getting in touch with us there, guys. Yeah, yeah brilliant, brilliant. Thanks for getting that. No, there is something um, that James didn't actually know. Um, I probably should have given the heads up, but yeah. I didn't, so sorry about that. Um, but I've actually got to nip out for a bit. All right. Um, he definitely did tell me. <laughs> yeah, sorry, mate. Uh, but it's okay because I've been in touch with our listeners. Right. Um, and actually, um, come. Yeah, you can come in now, mate. I've got to get that bloody door oiled. Um, so, uh, come in, come in. Hello. Oh, hello, Arthur. How are you today? I'm fine, thank you. Oh, brilliant, Arthur. Well, I'm going to go now, and uh, you're going to do this next section. Uh, with James, are you? Oh, yes, Jonathan, that'll be lovely, thank you. Yeah, make yourself comfortable, Arthur. I don't think we've met. <clears throat> no, we haven't. How are you, James? <laughs> Not sure if you're Irish or from Middlesbrough like Johnny. I'm from all over. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? I think Johnny's actually lost it. I'm not Johnny, I'm Arthur. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking... Your accent is all over, isn't it? Yes. Um, 
what section are we doing, Arthur? I don't. I, I, um, what, what have you got for the research? I've not done any. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, it's just the Eileen Moore mystery, which is um, basically on a remote island at around Christmas time, nineteen hundred. Oh, three I love men. Christmas time. Yeah, yeah. Three men: Thomas Marshall, James Ducat, and Donald MacArthur, disappeared without a trace. Yeah. Oh yes. Uh, yeah. Local legends and superstition claim the island has a long history of being connected to the world of the supernatural. Um, so again, it's just about people going missing and. You know. it's, it's funny you should mention that because I love tracing. I like to get a comic book and trace all the pretty pictures, and then I, I put them on my wall. Right. Okay. Um, I have to use white tack now. I was using blue tack, but it left a, a horrible sticky mark, and mother <laughs> was not best pleased. <laughs> Where where do you live, Arthur? I live in Leicestershire. <laughs> you come all this way from Leicestershire, didn't yes, you? Yes, yes. Jonathan asked me, so I thought I would oh. do that as a favour for him. How did how did you meet? Do you think? I mean, he's gone now. Do you think he's a bit of a dick? Oh, I think he's a fucking idiot. <laughs> oh well, yeah, I agree. Um, anyway, let's let's move on. Um, have you ever heard of Edgar Mitchell? Edgar Mitchell. Yeah. No, I haven't. He he's an astronaut, um, one of only twelve people to have walked on the moon. He claims the U.S. and many country countries governments have been covering up alien visitations for over sixty years. And do you think they have? What have they covered it with? Soil? Um, I think they've just well, if they've kept anything well hidden, then uh, I, 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 I can believe it. Can you believe it? I believe in that more so than perhaps ghosts. Oh, you don't believe in ghosts. Um, I don't... Do you? Oh, yes. Yes, I've seen several. <laughs> Have you? Yes. Where did, where did you see them? Uh, the Mad Monk of Leicestershire. He... 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 Is that your phone, Arthur? <laughs> yes. It's very unprofessional for you to have that on. I know, I do apologise. No, the Mad Monk of Leicestershire. He he wanders the moors with a, with a hatchet. <laughs> and he, he... He decapitates the woodlouse. Right, okay. Yeah, so if you ever see him, you have to say the song, um, which is, It's the Mad Monk of Leicestershire, he, he will burn in the hellfire. Do <laughs> <laughs> um, um, you know when Johnny's coming back? Uh, soon. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hope so. Yeah, right, uh, I'm back now, sorry about that, guys. Oh, yeah, me um, and Arthur have just had a great chat. Yeah, bye now, Arthur. See you later, mate. He's gone now. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, oh, was he? He was. Um, he was different, but the same at the same time. If that makes sense. Um, yeah. Weird, really. Just while we're on the subject, do you watch horror films? Uh, I do, but I rarely get a chance to. Okay. Uh, what's your favourite horror film? Would you say? Uh, my favorite, I like the. Um, I know it's not really a horror film. It's more of a comedy. But I like the uh, Cedar Chucky. Right. I think that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Have you ever seen it? I've not seen it, no. Oh, it is wonderful. It's it's just... It is like... It's not like funny because it's so bad. It's funny because it's funny. Um, I've got another really weird uh, fact. Oh? Allegedly. Uh, during World War Two. Yeah. Uh, an American airplane crashed near the Japanese island of Chichihima. Hmm. There were nine servicemen on board. One was rescued by an American submarine. The other eight were taken in by the Japanese. Eventually, the Japanese ended up eating those servicemen. Whoa. 
the one serviceman who was rescued that was George H.W. Bush was it? Mm. Oh, well. allegedly allegedly um, my favourite film horror film I mean yeah. are you a fan of the Saw films? yeah I quite like them actually have, quite... you, have you also seen The Human Centipede? yes only the first one a long time ago though yeah, I've seen, I've seen The Human Centipede. I, I think that's probably the last horror film I actually watched. I don't really watch many horror films. No, I, I don't. Because our last doesn't really like them, so... Yeah, I, I don't like them. It's not the scare factor. It's just they're a little bit predictable. You know, girl, it's raining, car breaks down, runs to a house. Well, it's yeah, the classic, really, isn't it? Yeah. Um, stay in your car. I hope you've got cover, love. The AA can come out to you. Yeah. No service on your phone. Well... And just lock your doors and wait till it gets light. Yeah, yeah. Don't go off wandering into murderer's wood by yourself. Yeah, exactly. That's not what you want to do. No. But um, one thing that we do want to do... Yeah. ...is we haven't checked in with regular correspondent Jay, have we? Mm. Uh, me or you this week? Um, You can give him a bell if you want. Right, I'll try, but if I start laughing... Oh, you'll have to. I've only got 7% battery. Right, okay. Uh, again, he's not fully aware of the topics. No, we've so we've not set this up. Um, all we do is we phone him. Uh, I mean, he probably realises, because we record on the same day every week, he probably realises that we're going to ring him. But let's see what he's got to say. What's Jay going to say about this week's topic? We don't know what he's going to say, but we can't stop it. If the session doesn't make his laugh, then we'll just drop it. So what's Jay going to say about this week's topic? Hiya mate, how's it going? I'm alright mate, how are you? I'm good, uh, it's it's Freaky Friday, it's Friday the 13th, ooh, um, just oh. wondered what your opinions were on the paranormal and on Friday the 13th, I mean, would you consider it unlucky? Oh mate, not unlucky, I love Friday the 13th, you know, you, you know me James, I love that paranormal, I believe in ghosts, I love ghosts, well, yeah, I don't love ghosts, right? but uh, you know, I, I do love paranormal, Friday the 13th does exist. In my books. Do you, uh, are you still going on that ghost tour? Mate, I am actually, yeah. It's coming up next week, actually. I mean, I've got to, I've got to learn how to use all the stuff. I think they're giving me, for some reason as well, a Geiger counter, which I'm not too sure about, because I don't know why there'll be radiation on, on Pendleville. But, uh, but, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, what, so do you reckon, have you got any, like, weird stories that you might want to... Um, to be honest with you, mate, uh, I have once seen a ghost. But I don't know if you've got. You know, I can I can tell you about that, mate. If you fancy it, but uh, just depends. Yeah, I mean, go on. If you can briefly tell us what happened. Well, you know, have you ever heard of, you ever heard of Slenderman? Yeah. Mate, honestly, I've seen that shit before. Not even joking, you. It's walking on once from uh, from Teresa's University, mate. Seriously, walk through the woods, and I'm not even joking you right now. No, I didn't see no tall man in a suit, but I saw a, a large beast. Could have been a wildebeest. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I ran. I shit myself, to be honest with you. I shit myself. I don't know if we can class that as a, as a full-blown story. But, uh, but yeah, honestly, I, I believe in the paranormal. Unlucky and all that. Yeah. Um, so what... What was it? So it wasn't <clears throat> it wasn't a slender man. It was it was just a it was no, a beast. No, it, it was a slender man. I think it was a slender man. It was tall, dark. I 
and handsome. Fingers. Yeah, no, uh, uh, no, I don't know, mate. Like I say, I, I just fucking turned and liked it. But uh, you know, you know me, James. You know, I just what's, what's a slender there, man? Slender man. Slender man's this big, tall thing, mate. You, I don't know, thing you could say, but you put it in a. We well, don't put it in a suit. It comes in a suit. Um, and yeah, it's like I don't know. Apparently, used to kidnap kids and, and kill them and stuff. Like, a bit like the Blair Witch. Fair enough. All right, mate. That's plenty. Yeah. Cheers. No worries, mate. I'll see you later, dude. See you in a bit. Bye. What's Jay gonna say? So there we have it. The the Slender Man. Can I just tell you, just for now, off the record, Slender Man was something that was made up about three or four years ago. Oh right. Mm. But you know, can each to their own. Can I go in? That can go in. That yeah. You saying that it's made up? Well, whatever you want, yeah. <coughs> no, but so what is it? Is it a thing that's? I'll show you a picture. Of is it like Bigfoot or? It's got no face, but it looks like a man. Right. So obviously, about what are we talking? Nine foot tall. Yeah. And apparently, sort of attacks kids and stuff. Right. So this is a urban legend, but a modern urban legend. Yeah, very modern. Um, for people who aren't sure, he's about nine foot tall. He's not got a face. He's like it's like it's someone in a morph suit. Mm. So it's the outline of a man, but no facial features whatsoever. Uh, he does wear a suit and a tie, so he's, you know he's he's always got his nice attire on. Well, tell us more about Friday the Thirteenth then. Um, all right then. I can and tell so, you about the films if you want. So no, I've got a proper story. Here. So there was a guy, um, bus conductor, Bob Renfrey in North Wales. Uh, he decided he was going to spend every Friday the 13th in bed after he'd basically had a run of bad luck on that day. All right, okay. So he's wrote off four cars, got made redundant, fell into a river, crashed a motorbike and walked through a plate glass door all on Friday the 13th, like different ones. <laughs> yeah, not just one day. No, no. Unluckiest bastard going. So he said, fuck it, I'm just going to stay in bed for Friday the 13th from now on. <laughs> That's just a cop out, that. Yeah. Uh, then in 1998, he died of cancer, okay, leaving his widow behind, Betty. Uh, on previous Friday the 13th, uh, she had fallen downstairs, been hit by falling guttering, and been hospitalised after Bob accidentally hit her in the face with a stick he was throwing to a dog. Right? So, the pair of them had not had much luck on Friday the 13th. No. She decided that as a final tribute, she would book his funeral for Friday the 13th of March. Um, but I mean, all, all you when know, did he die? Was she hanging on for just one Friday the 13th? Or was there one coming up? I think there was one coming up. Well, fortunate. Yeah. So, she decided he would, she would book his funeral for that day. It's well, gonna go tits up, isn't it? Well, it couldn't go ahead because all the undertakers were too busy. Oh right, okay. So, the... so she said, Bob would have seen the funny side. Well, not really. No, yeah, in his own death. You're like, fuck, I've been in bed for the last god knows how many Friday things, and now I'm in a fucking coffin. Thanks. Uh, they sound like a clumsy pair of fuckers, though, to be honest. Oh yeah. I mean, who throws a stick for a dog when there's someone in that general direction? Yeah, that's that's and not an she, accident. Is she it? obviously wasn't facing forward. She was facing him. Yeah. That sounds like a cop out. That I think he just belted her with a stick. I do as well. And she fell down the stairs on another one. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, they're just battering each other. <laughs> yeah, quite. Maybe they just didn't get on. <laughs> this one was um, a guy in New York, Daz 
Baxter. He sounds like a New Yorkian, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, he decided to stay in bed on Friday the 13th. Again? Yeah, to ward off Is bad like luck. fucking John and Yoko, this? Oh, guess what happened? Sort of protest. Guess what happened to this guy? His bed set on fire. Uh, almost. <laughs> uh, the floor of his apartment block collapsed and he fell six stories to his death. <laughs> um, so there was a full moon on Friday, February the 13th, uh, 1987. Okay. And there was a troubled guy called Robert. He was 21 and he decided he was going to end it all, commit suicide by putting his head in a gas oven. Uh, not only was his methodology flawed, suicide by natural gassing is virtually impossible uh, since Britain moved from lethal coke gas to less dangerous natural gas. Um, but what he did was he flicked a light switch, which caused an explosion, uh, which injured his mother and a policeman and caused £35,000 worth of damage, although he himself was unharmed. What an idiot. Yep. There's a theme going on here for these Friday the 13th... Um well, yeah, this is true. Well, on that note, uh, I think we've had a pretty uh, we've had a pretty spooky episode today, have we? We have. We'll probably come back to this at Halloween mm-hmm. and do another one, all about ghosts or something. Yeah. Um, oh, I tell you what, we should do. What? We should go on a ghost walk or something. Yes, we should. We should do that. Yeah, definitely. That way, we can. Um, have a few more stories of our own. Yeah. So what? That's it. Yeah. So what we're gonna do is me and James are going to in a couple of weeks' time go on a ghost walk. Yeah. Uh, I assume they happen in Manchester, do they? Um. Not too sure. To be honest, I we'll find one definitely. We're fucking right. Um. And if not, I'll just I'll I'll do your ghost walk. Right. Okay. I'll make up all the ghosts because let's face it, that's all they're doing. And if we say we do a podcast, maybe we could blag them and we can record while we're with them. Yeah, that would be... I mean, we might get kicked off the ghost walk pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah, but we could do that, couldn't we? Yeah, definitely. So, thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for listening, guys. Yeah, it's been a pleasure as always. Uh, don't forget, you can get in touch with us by the usual methods. Our email address is getfactcast at gmail.com or you can tweet us at getfactcast. Anything else from you, James? Facebook. Yeah, we might have a Facebook set up by then, which will be... Get fact cast. Yeah. Search for us. We'll, if we're there, you'll find us. Absolutely. And enjoy your Friday. Ooh, Ooh yeah. Have a good, scary Friday the 13th, everyone. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to the Get Facts podcast with James and Johnny. You can check them out on Twitter at Get Cast or email getfacts at gmail.com. 